Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. So we're starting things off strong with a voice crack. It's great. You know, this is episode 110 for the week of January 21st, 2020. My name is the sick one, Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire. This week, I'm joined by the man in the super comfy, cozy hippocampus sweatshirt. Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you on this early Sunday afternoon? Doing good, man. How are you? I'm sick, like I said. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. But. <laughs> Other than that, I'm fine. Um, Yeah, it's... I was telling Will, and I was telling Tana and whatnot, like, beforehand, but um, we had our housewarming party yesterday, and, like, I, I don't know what happened, but there were no signs of anything happening whatsoever, but uh, yesterday morning, I wake up, and I just feel terrible. Like, I don't know what happens. It was insane. And then, um, I'm, so Natana goes to work out last night. Right. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to take some NyQuil. I'm going to get ready. The baby's already asleep. Everything's fine. I'm going to bring my switch in the bedroom. Uh, I'll take my NyQuil, have some water, play some switch. It's going to be great. The next thing I know, I didn't play any switch and I'm out. Like, like a light, you know? And yeah, it was just, and then I woke up this morning just feeling terrible, even worse. So I don't know what is happening, man. It's crazy. Well, hopefully there's a swift recovery and you're back to feeling good soon. Thank you, Will. I hope so as well. Uh, Hey, Will, you want to know what's coming up on this week's episode? What do we got, man? So we have announcements, tournaments, and news everywhere. All right. That's what I got. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of it. Um, so without further ado, let's start the show off with COD, another games of watch. I'm going to try to be enthusiastic as I can throughout this, so bear with me. I apologize in advance, but like we always say, Will, the show must go on. Um, first piece of CDL, or COD and other games watch news. The CDL begins on Friday, January 24th. Will, you and I are going to be at the first event here at the Armory, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, launch weekend, Call of Duty League. It's going to be exciting. Make sure we have our rocker merch in order here and uh, go rep our home team. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited to see how the event flows and how everything is happening in the CDL. Um, also, I'm kind of hoping we can maybe meet some pros. Uh, Shotzi, cool. Frosty, maybe say, hey, what's up, guys, and see how COD's treating them. That'd be sweet. Um, and then also Hex is going to be there, so that'll be cool. So hopefully we'll see him and then formal i'd like to meet as well i think it'd be cool to shake his hand um yeah it's exciting uh new big big things happening really big event in minnesota we don't get many of these if at all so very so, excited so bringing it back to halo here yes um when it, the the topic was brought up of halo moving to a league format like this yes right it was kind of people didn't like it because Correct. they feel like the roots of halo are open events now, what COD is doing, they're having open events throughout their seasons. Do you think that would work in a Halo setting with still having a league? I definitely think so. Uh, and then also, as we've talked about in the past weeks, um, so this first event for the CDL is going to be a normal league-based, like this team goes up against this team. You know, you have your you have your matchups that take place, right? But every major event after this opener is going to be a tournament format. So... Like they've, they've come out, the CDL have ta- have come out and talked about how this is the first time a league based 
format is doing a tournament-based format as well, right? So I definitely think we could see something like that happening, like taking the best of both worlds and putting it together, because that way you don't have one team going up against another one time, you know, for a whole weekend. So, yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. So this weekend, for launch weekend in Minneapolis, it's going to be the standard league-based you have your standard matchups that take place and that's it. But every event going forward will have an actual tournament that takes place. It's going to be very exciting. I think it's good for players and spectators alike. Players get more time to play some actual games, get their skills going and whatnot, and then spectators have more of an opportunity to watch their favorite players play. And that's just good all around. Um, Next piece, we have the campaign video series. This is by Call of Duty League. Episodes 1, 2, and 3 are currently on YouTube. I imagine 4 will go live probably before this episode goes live. But uh, this first series is, is going over the Chicago Huntsman, as a matter of fact. So Beth, uh, shout out to High Tech Redneck, I believe posted episode 1 in our Discord. And she was talking about how this is like uh, Optics Vision series that they had. And that's a, like a perfect representation for what this is. Uh, it goes behind the scenes and talks about right now the Chicago Huntsman, um, and it. I think it's great so far. Will, if you have not watched them, I highly recommend you do so. I highly recommend all listeners out there to watch this series. It's great, and uh, yeah, just gives that behind the scenes perspective. I like it. It's good stuff. And then finally, uh, the reason why this is called COD and other games watch is because we sometimes talk about other games too, and. I just wanted to quickly touch on this because this is kind of one of the biggest, like, hotly anticipated titles of 2020. Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed. So this is by CD Projekt Red. Uh, This is the statement that they put out. And I quote, We have important news regarding Cyberpunk 2077's release date we'd like to share with you today. Cyberpunk 2077 won't make the April release window and removing the launch date to September 17th, 2020. We are currently at a stage where the game is complete and playable, but there's still work to be done. Night City is massive, full of stories, content, and places to visit, but due to the sheer scale and complexity of it all, we need more time to finish playtesting, fixing, and polishing. We want Cyberpunk 2077 to be our crowning achievement for this generation, and postponing launch will give us the precious months we need to make the game perfect. Expect more regular updates on progress as we get closer to the new release date. We're really looking forward to seeing you in Night City, Thank you for your ongoing support. That's from uh, Marcin Iwinski and Adam Badowski, the co-founder and, and as well uh, the head of studio of CD Projekt Red. I, uh, when I saw this, I loved and hated it all at once because I was like, man, I really wanted to play this game. It's a big delay. It is a big delay. It's like half a year. Um, but hey, if they're work- taking the time to work on it and put it out when it's ready... It'll make, hopefully, for a much better experience for us. Yes. Um, it honestly gives me a little bit more time to upgrade my PC because I go. was, um, this game was kind of the reason I've been looking to upgrade. Sure. Because I believe it's going to be beautiful. There's going to be so much to it. There should be. Um, yeah. So I guess I can save more and get better parts or I could maybe uh, upgrade different parts that I wasn't looking at before. Maybe sure. maybe throw a new GPU in there as well. Ooh, spicy. Yeah. Um, decisions, decisions, Will. It's going to be a good time. And then yeah. also, uh, one piece of companion news to this I did not include in the show notes, which I will go back and add before the show goes live. But 
Uh, I highly recommend everybody go read a Kotaku article that came out regarding delays causing more crunch time for game developers. So while yes, a delay is a great thing in a sense that like you see that, that quote from, um, I think it's from Satoru or it's from Miyamoto. It's, it's from someone over at Nintendo where it says like, uh, something about rushed games versus delayed games and whatnot, you know, you see it all the time, but regardless what people may not understand is that nine times out of 10, when a game is delayed, that just means more crunch for the developers, more times away from their family and more stress put on them. So I highly recommend you go read the article. I'll make sure I put it in the show notes before this episode goes live. And yeah, obviously we hope for a great experience. We want the game to be as best as it can be. Just also keep the developers in mind too. So don't be upset that things are getting delayed, but also respect their time, so on and so forth. Um, to add on that, there was a video about Jedi Fallen Order, and it kind of showed what those developers are going through. And they had a timeline where it was like two weeks to launch, and they're still tweaking and editing things. And you know, they have um, you know a ship, they have a ship date and then a launch date. So, like three weeks before the game actually comes out, they're they have to ship it. Yep. Right. So that's what it means when it when a game goes gold. It's it's on a disc. It's ready to go to retailers. Yeah. At so that point. so even though it's coming out on this date, they don't have till midnight the day before to fix things. It's, right. It's weeks in advance that it's being pressed and out there. Exactly. Um, so to speak. But um, yeah, it, it does create a crunch time. Like it's either you see, like with GTA Five, right? It got, kept getting delayed and delayed. Yeah, that's right. Like, yeah, and, it was delayed I mean, a lot. It, on launch, it wasn't. There wasn't even a lot to do online, and they've come out with great updates. I was gonna say online was delayed too, and even when when GTA Online actually released, it was a buggy disaster. Oh yes, it was. Like that first week or so, month or whatever. So yeah, it's a delay does mean more work. You're right; those developers will be working longer. Um, and most of those like leading the last month, like these. From what I've seen, these developers are working like 12, 13-hour days exactly. just to get their projects done. And, um, yeah, so I hope that it doesn't cause too much strain. Maybe this delay is the right thing to do, and maybe they're delaying it because they don't want to put the, their developers under that much crunch before March. Right. But it's, it's probably going to happen regardless. Right. So, um, Yeah, here's hoping for something great to come out of that game, and and here's hoping that Studio gets some rest. Uh that's it for Cotton Other Games Watch. Will, it's time for some competitive news. First up, Europa Halo announcements. This is by Europa Halo. So they have their crew. Here's what we got. For the community leader and hand of the king, we have Shirzy1. Head admin is MK Viable Manatee. Head caster is Joe Sketch. Content manager is Ultimate Dong. Lead moderator is Dub XL. And the roadmap for events is coming in February. So stay tuned for that. Then also, another announcement. New Europa Halo Discord server for 2020. If you want to compete in Europa Halo competition in 2020, you'll need to join our server. You can join using the link in the Google Doc of the show into the show. Go to the tweet, find the link. It's all there. And finally, announcement. It is with great sadness that I decided to pull the Halo Wars 2 Europa Halo project. We had been gearing up to launch Season 2, but we have very recently had some internal issues and I've decided to pull this project as I don't have the time to manage it due to the relaunch of our normal background content. 
I take responsibility as leader for it and thank the team for their huge effort that was done in season one. Liam, Metalizer, Naka, Lethal, and Kaboom. We recommend Halo Wars 2 players continue to play and participate in the scene by playing in other cups such as Yoda and his events that take place. Despite this, uh, despite his history with us, he is still running things and good luck to him with his future plans. I wish you all the best, guys, and thank you for playing. The account at Halo War, at HW2 Europa Halo will be removed with, with this announcement in the next few days. Any questions, please DM me. Thank you. So, there you go. Those are your Europa Halo announcements. And uh, it's unfortunate to see the Halo Wars 2 stuff go away. But, you know what? We're not going to dwell on the past. You know why, Will? Why is that? Because we have Halo Wars Tournament Central announcements. This is by HWTC. There's going to be two Halo Wars 2 tournaments taking place. One is a 2v2 on February 1st at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the second is a 3v3 also happening on February 1st, also happening at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, Josh. Yes. You're in the 2v2. You're taking Almorente 99 as your partner or Rock Generation? Ooh. You know what? I'm just going to say, I okay, since I'm a trash can, I'm going to have to go with um, Almirante 99 because at least Almirante would probably carry my ass. And that's <laughs> Not to say that Rock Generation wouldn't, but yeah. I'm just going with a proven track record here. That's, okay. that's what I fair, go with. Fair enough. Because I'm bad. I'll, I'll take Rock Generation then, and we'll make an epic comeback against you guys. All right, perfect. All right. So we'll do, we'll be in the 2v2, not on the same team, but we're going to try to convince Rock Generation and Alvarante to pick up two randos like us and play through the tournament. Perfect. I, I love this idea. Yep, I've never touched Halo Wars, so uh, I definitely need to carry. Oh, my God. Perfect. Um. Next next news story. Michelin makes an announcement. This is by Michelin on Twitter, and I quote, Announcement, BYOC LAN, January 24th and 25th. This is in Sturgis, Michigan. Halo Reach, DM for more info. Not me, but Michelin. So there you go, DM them. And finally, Mizu Gaming teases an announcement. This is by Mizu Gaming. Or Mitsu. M-I-Z-U. Mizu. But no, it's not Mizzou. M-I-Z-O-U is Mizzou, isn't it? It's like a college thing. M-I-Z-U. I don't know how to actually pronounce it. Don't hate me. Uh, this is on Twitter, and I quote, Something wicked this way comes. February 2nd, 2020. It's the day of the Super Bowl. Oh, man. They're going to have a Super Bowl commercial? Oh, that'd be crazy. <laughs> no, uh, we were tagged in this post, as a matter of fact, so it makes me believe that potentially a Halo Rasta of some kind be announced maybe they're uh, looking for a team leading up to infinite or for dreamhack anaheim that too who knows we'll see we'll have to wait and see we will i love it uh that's it for the competitive news upcoming tournaments of the week presented by noobcombo.com check out noobcombo.com for all your halo esports needs love you maddie shout out to maddie rums seriously go check out noob combo it's fantastic um the AGLA America Griffball League of America Reach PC Matchups of the Week. On Monday, January 20th, we have Respawn All-Stars going up against Bumble Banshees. And then Zero Logic is going up against Jankyard Dugs. Don't worry, I spelt it correctly this time. Uh, Tuesday, January 21st, we have Zero Logic going up against Thundercats. Ho! And then we have the Jankyard Dugs going up against Free Agents. Wednesday, January 22nd, we have Griffballs Deep going up against Respawn All-Stars. And the Respawn All-Stars are also going up against Rack Attack. 
And finally, on Thursday, January 23rd, we have Thundercats Hall going up against free agents. On Tuesday, January 21st, we have the Why Not Be Reckless Halo 5 2v2. And then on Saturday, January 25th, we have the DreamHack Anaheim Qualifier number 2 and the SWAT Nation Melange SWAT. And uh, there's a little bit more information here in regards to this. A tweet from Veronica states... Registration deadline has been moved to 8 p.m. on Friday the 24th. I'll be doing the randomization of teams in the bracket on stream that night. 18 girls have signed up. We need at least 18 more. Let's make this a solid turnout, ladies. It was in all caps, so I tried to get... Tried to get that point across. Yeah, you know I, what got, I, mean? I got what you're doing. Yeah. 18 more. That's a lot. 18 more. Um, I think they could make it happen, though. There's a lot of Halo ladies out there. Make it happen. Maybe get some of the Gears ladies to make a turnout. You know? Bring them all in. Rainbow Six, why not? Get all the ladies playing some Halo. It's all some good shit. And then on Sunday, January 26th, we have the Female Pro League $1,000 Halo Reach 4v4. That's going to be taking place as well. So a lot of stuff happening this week in the world of competitive Halo. I'm excited to see it all take place. And that's it for your upcoming tournaments of the week. Hey, Will, what do we got next? Media. All right, it's roster mania time. Um, I'm trying to pull up the DreamHack Anaheim free agents list. The iPad. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> that iPad, though. All right. Is it still loading? It's loading. <laughs> <This> is... <laughs> so you better not fucking blame my internet. It's top tier. Thanks, Comcast. That, that, that also, is, <laughs> oh my god, it is actually bad. is still loading. Well, let's let me let me try it on mine. Let's see what happens. I right, just tapped it. Loading. I'm in. <laughs> it like, oh my god. It literally took me like two to three actual seconds since I tapped it and then it loaded in just fine. So I don't know. I don't tell Roster you. Mania is off the rails. <laughs> All right. I'm in. I'm in. Let's run We're through in there, bros. the free agents for DreamHack Anaheim. Finally. Um, you probably heard the, a lot of these names last week. We'll see if any got added. Um, starting off, we have Midshot, J-Rock, Mudshot, Neb Zanity, Yo Swaggy Pete, Magic, Phantom Snake, Pollock, Crossfire, Skaduff, Mike Fathom, Eddie, so, so Sweet, Just the OG, Synapse, Kevin Clutch, Shinedown, 60804, Nade Fox, Wargua, Trekka, Yolts Yup, Mad Cow, RB6784, Banging Models, Devinvert, Paluski, Captain Choke, We also have Hillian, Dread Takedown, Very Nerdy, Poseidon's BR, Terminal Abyss, Cherished, Cavalier, Obviously Queen, Phasal 2, Travels of Dan, Repub 5s, Young Sue, TM Tenacity, A Cisco Disco, The Suave Man, and The Natical. Team of twos looking. There's more free agents. There's more free agents. There's more free agents. Oh, there's a whole other. Why didn't they continue the list? I don't know. 
They like to keep you on your toes, Will. They're just, oh, God. All right, more free agents. Lieutenant Condor, a Wild Panther, Xavier, J-Gravity, Swell Air, it's Renru, uh, Divert, Sinfulis, Alleged, Tranquil F, Vitamins, Repidori, Don't Be Sinful, Swifty Swiss, and Dark Scorch 2. I wonder if Don't Be Sinful is a shot at the other Sinful. All right, let me scroll over some more. It looks like the Google Doc is empty Yeah, now. that's it. Yeah, that was it for free agent. <laughs> On to the team of twos. All right, we have Schlaes and Sacrifice. We have Nikolai and Benji. We have Wiley Coyote and King Derling. Um, next one is Lycane and Venomous. We then have Floppy and Kolek. The Phantomon and Jackson Fives. Phenomenon. The phenomenon. Oh, God. I keep reading his Phantom. I think I've it's done okay. that a few weeks in a row now. It's okay. And then we have System Stats and Riot. Team of three is looking for one more. First team, Crisp, Restrict, and Calastrophe. Next team is Dren, Smoked, and Monstrous. And then last team listed here is Zero Steezy and Barry Loves You. They should probably that be should, put in the team of twos. They should probably be in the team of twos, correct. All right. That does it for the free agent list. Let's see. That's it. Okay. I thought there was another Google Doc to open. I nope, thought I was going to sit here for five more minutes. <laughs> All you're right. Good. Moving on. DreamHack Anaheim confirmed teams. We have a new one. It's Thrust Team. It's his Thrust. Uh, Akanum, Tragic, and Sargoth. And then following esports, you may recognize that name. Neighbor, commonly uh, Sabinator, and Ace. And then there's a little uh, a tweet here that says, uh, sorry, no Ace, with a sweat face. So, like, sweat face emoji. I don't know what, I, I don't know. So is Ace there, or? I, I don't think he is, but, I mean, I don't know who's replacing him. I don't know. I looked in soft, I looked to see if there was an update. There's no update. It's just, sorry, no ace. All right. Alrighty then. That, uh, that's going to conclude Roster Mania for the week. All right. What do we got for the tournament and league recaps of the week, Will? All right. We, starting off, we have the AGLA Reach PC matchups of week. Of the week, I guess I could say. Um, first off, Monday, January 13th, we're going to have Griff, Griff Balls Deep versus Zero Logic. Zero Logic... Took that one home. Zero Logic then went up against Respawn All-Stars. Zero Logic wins again. Thundercats versus Respawn All-Stars. Oh! I knew you were going to get that in there. Um, Thundercats won. Oh! <laughs> On Tuesday, January 14th, Thundercats oh! versus Bumble Banshees. The Cats win again. Thunder! Oh! Bumble she Bumble, Bumble Banshees then took on Jankyard Dukes. The Jankyard Dukes win that matchup. Josh is cracking up over here. Dude, I'm trying to do this while wiping my nose, and it's, like, not good, but whatever. Then on Thursday, January 16th, the Jankyard Dukes versus Thundercats. Oh. Jankyard Dukes win. 
All right, moving on to the Double A Studios Halo Reach Money Tuesday 2v2 results. In fifth and sixth, we had Rated R, which was Phoenix and Employee, and then Team Yo, which was Will Zam and Sean AM. In fourth place, we had Golden Era, World of Rich, World of Rich, and Bidness. In third was Team Yeet. Yo, Yeet. This was Fragatism and Shane Version 1. In second place, Ants Be Gone. Included Idolize and Snake Middleton. And then in first place, we had Insane Shinobi, and which included Saiyan Shinobi and Zeker. Bracket will be included in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Moving on, we have the HCS Throwback Throwdown number four results. This uh, came from NoobCombo.com. The fourth tournament in the HCS Throwback Throwdown series happened yesterday. The Round Robin Tournament featured matches using game types from the Action Sack playlist like Skeet Ball Extreme, Bloody Griff Ball, Dino Blasters, and more. So, all right, some fun game types, not your classic HCS settings. Hopefully, the players had some fun doing this. Throwdown! Welcome back. Thanks. In fourth place, we had Royal 2, Vicstar, Gives, and Maniac. They took home $500. In third place was Snakebite. Uber Nick, Stress, and Acta Bunny Foo Foo took home 1500 bucks. In second place was Lethal, uh, Kepri, Vetoed, and Future Man taking home three grand. And in first place went to Eco, Legion, Monster, and Hunter JJX taking home five grand. Again, brackets will be included in the Google Doc of the show note. I'm like, Google Docs of the show notes of the show. Enunciate well. We're, we're doing this. All right. Words, man. Words. We're, I should have worn my words are hard today shirt. Oh, that would have been perfect. All right. That's all we have for the tournament and league recaps of the week. Very nice, Will. Thank you very much for going through those. Now we have our topics. First and foremost, we have the HCS Pro Talk Community All-Star Bracket or HPTCSP for short map to number 11, which is a quarterfinal result snipe down up against who? Got a rum roll play. <laughs> Snipe down wins. 90.2%. Wow. Yeah, that was a big one. That it was, was, that was, it was expected. Yeah. Luke didn't get a lot of love in this in this vote. Nope. But um going up against someone like Snipe Down, it's uh it's it's tough. It is. And now it's time for HS Pro Talk Media All Star Bracket or HPT CSP for short matchup number 12, which is our final quarter final discussion. Pistola lethal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is going to be a tough one. I think this is this will be like our closest vote yet. You think so? I think so. Um, you know, looking at what HCS's bracket did, yeah. Pistola came out as a heavy favorite. Yes. Um, but I think people are gonna are, are gonna be more split on on our bracket for some reason. The the, the pool size we have. Yes. This will be interesting to see what happens. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I have no idea who I would vote for because both great players over a long period of time. Yep. Both highly highly skilled. I I don't know. So I'm gonna say this. Okay. I don't feel very good, but I I, I just have two things to say. That's that's it. You have. The winningest player of the last five years in lethal going up against 
in my opinion, probably the nicest Halo player of all time in Pistola. Okay? Now, we talked about it. The Twitter poll is going to be about what the people want, right? It's not about statistics. It's just not. Because if it was about statistics, then Lethal would win in a landslide. It wouldn't even be a competition. But when you take into consideration, like I think Lethal will do this to an extent as well, but I think that Pistola just makes his teammates better. Like better Halo players, just better people in general. He brings a positivity that you just don't, you don't really see anymore, right? And with Lethal, like his dry sarcasm aside, like he is... He is easily the best. He's the best Halo player of the last five years. You look at his tournament winnings, he is simply the best. Now, is that because of the teammates that he has? He would probably say that. But no, I think a lot of it has to do because of him. He, not just because he's on those top tier rosters, but he helps make those top tier rosters what they are. If he wasn't there, it, it pro, it's like what we've talked about before. It'd be a situation where... You know, a pl- it's like what Shane was talking about. A player couldn't really step into where into Frosty's shoes and make that team what it was. I think the same could be said for Lethal. I think the same could be said for any one of those teammates. When when looking at the CLG talks dynasty, um, what really separated them was their preparation, their practice, their knowledge of the game, and they were able to just dominate. And I thought it came off as cockiness. It did, but, but it, it wasn't. It just was them knowing their shit. Yep, I it mean, was. It was them. my language, but yeah. <laughs> excuse your. What the fuck are you talking about? Do you know what show you're on? Uh, um, no, but seriously, it's it's exactly that, right? It's you. I always didn't like that CLG Optic talk talks roster because to me it always seemed like, oh, you guys are just cocky individuals who just think you're better than everybody else, like whoop de doo da right? But no, when they when you peeled back the curtain, they are the ones that are practicing all the time. They are the ones with their heads down the entire time, not getting super amped up when something took place. It's like, nope, we're going to work. We're doing our job. It's like people love to hate the Patriots, okay? But the fact of the matter is their, their slogan of do your job, Belichick's slogan of do your job, is literally that. Do your job and we win. Simple as that. You have your position. You have your playbook. You execute that. And if you lose, then at least you did everything to the best of your ability and you did your job. It's, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't have anything else, really. All right. I mean, and then, like you said, so Lethal, Pistola, I think Pistola is very loved. Lethal has the stats. This is going to be a good head-to-head matchup. I think it will be, too. I'm excited to see where the votes come in. And it's not to discredit Pistola on anything, either. It's that, like I said, I truly believe that he made his teammates better people in general. I think he makes everybody a better person that he's around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's... Um, Yeah, it's great. It is. It's not to, and his Halo gameplay. He's the freaking wizard. I mean, the, the the way the man stays alive and escapes mm-hmm. situations, 
or just, you know, is able to get himself in a better advantage point on the map. It's It, it was nuts. He, he's able to set up his teammates for to make plays. Yep. Simple as that. Just by staying alive, like you said. Him and being the with, wizard. Yeah. And if you think about it, him staying alive means more information is getting to his teammates, more support for to his Yeah, he's just a great team player. Yes. All absolutely right. is. That's that's all I have, Josh. All right. Shall we leave it up to the community to decide who's moving on? Yes. Go check out our Twitter on Wednesday. The poll will be posted. Make sure to get your vote in. We want to know what you think. Who should win this matchup, Lethal or Pistola? Winner moves on to the semifinals, man. Yeah. It's getting down there. Yep. Next week, we have our first semifinal matchup. We're almost there. We're almost there. Oh, boy. Yep. Just wait till you see who the, what this matchup's going to be, too. If you haven't looked ahead already. Oh, it's scary. Um, all right. Shall we move on to some regular news? First up, Podtacular makes an announcement. This is by Podtacular on Twitter, and I quote, Since he's been on the bandwagon for about a week now, we'd like to welcome Ace of Spades to the Podtacular staff who will be helping us out on social media engagement. Please send him your warm welcomes. Congratulations, and uh, for anybody that has not tuned in to Podtacular, please do so. It's a great podcast. Shout out to Duststorm. Then we have, when Sony says no, Microsoft says go. Yes, I came up with that headline all by myself. You're welcome. Um, This is by Phil Spencer over on Twitter, and I quote, Our team is hard at work on E3. We look forward to sharing with all who love to play what's ahead for us. Our uh, art form has consistently been propelled by the cross-section of creativity and technical progress. 2020 is a milestone year in that journey for Team Xbox. So for those who don't know, Sony, for the second year in a row, will not be attending E3 this year. Which means the PS5 will not be at E3 this year. Game announcements will be, obviously, because you have other publishers and developers that are going to be there. But Sony themselves will not be at E3 this year. What they have come out and said was um, they will be at hundreds of events throughout the year. And they will be showing PS5 and all that when the time comes. So there's that. I just think it's a huge mistake to miss out on E3. I think it is this year. Last year, it all made sense because... All the analysts and whatnot were talking about, well, they really don't have anything to show. They haven't announced the PS, what would become the PS5. People will assume what the name was going to be, but they didn't say what the name was yet. And like you already knew what they were working on, right? You knew you knew they were working on Last of Us Part Two. You know they're working on um, the Sucker Punch Ghost of Tsushima. They're working on that. Uh, so on and so forth. But they didn't need to necessarily be there. Now, but this year? Yeah, in a console release year? Yeah, this this would be the year that it's like, okay, you took a year off. You have your game plan. Now you're going into this year's E3, and you're hopefully going to knock it out of the fucking park. But now you're giving... Now, obviously, they'll have their own, like, event, you know, if whether it's the, it's the PlayStation Experience or whatever it is that they used to do, right? Because I think they took last year off for that as well. So whether they do something like that, whether they have a separate live stream where they fully show it off and here are the launch titles, here's the price and all that, who knows? But the fact of the matter is you're giving... Now, the PlayStation 4 easily and has continued to outsell the Xbox One. Like, clearly. There's no there's no debating that. But in my mind, you're giving... It's like you're giving Microsoft that opportunity to be like, time for us to be back on top. So, I don't know. And that's that's not coming from a fanboy perspective. That's just coming from a business perspective, right? 
You're not going to be at the biggest trade show event of the year? It's all, I mean, sure, you might not ha- have, think, um, my, my assumption is they don't have things ready to show off or mm. something to that, that effect, but it's like the biggest marketing event, right? Millions, right? I feel like millions of people, maybe not millions, I don't know. Oh, it no. has to be millions You're people right. that watch yep. it. Um, it's, it's just from a marketing standpoint, that's, you generate hype and, and curiosity at what you're, what you're putting out there. Retailers and investors are watching that. It's the biggest trade show in the U S plain and simple. Like you have, you have Tokyo game show for across the seas. You have gamescom for across the seas, right? Or for the U S that's like the biggest trade show event. You're not going to be there. That's. I don't know, man. I mean, I still, if they, if they come in below price, if they come in at the same or below the price point of the Xbox series X, then they will like people vote with their money. Right. If, if a mom and pop go into a store and they look at the box that's on the ground and if it's backwards compatible with all PS4 games, which I believe it's going to be, and it's a lower price than the series X, they're going to be like, Oh, I want the cheaper one. It plays the games that we already got. Cool. Done and done. But if they don't, oh. I think the uh, the price points are going to be major. We can have a discussion about this later when we get closer to E3. Yeah. But I think it'd be a great discussion, too. Um, I mean, if you look at the power they're saying these the new consoles are going to have, yeah. you're getting into, like, PC territory. Yes. And to build a PC of that caliber, you're, you're getting around a grand or more. Right. Now... If they're saying 4K 60 FPS on basically like standard, right? Yeah. Then now here's the question. Is it true 4K? Because for for those that are not aware here, right? Xbox One X. Okay, not the Series X, just the One X. Um they're they were touting true 4K 30 FPS. And then like 1080p 60, depending upon the title for performance mode or whatever, right? Depending upon what the developers do. On the PS4 Pro. It was 4K, 30 FPS, but it's not a true 4K. It's like a checkerboard rendering, okay? So if they're touting true 4K, 60 FPS in games, now, yes, you're getting to be a a pretty expensive computer. Now, the thing to always keep in mind, and you know this, is that all their stuff is um, custom-made. Correct. Right. So when they work with die manufacturers and whatnot, when they're working with AMD and all that, everything is custom built for them. So you're not taking, you're not taking their top of the line GPU for what it is and popping it in the console and being like through a PCIe slot and being good to go. Right. Right. It's just not happening. But so that can help cut down their, their cost in making that happen. But you're right. If you're going into a true PC territory now, if, if, you and I wanted to go build that type of PC for true 4K 60 FPS in all their games, That's that can get pricey. Right. And I'm thinking that Microsoft and Sony have to look at those pricings and be like, okay, people are currently paying, like what? You're, you could probably build a $2,000 PC to get true 4K. Yes. Yep. True 4K at 60. Yes. Um, why should we come in at 500 bucks when the alternative is two grand? Now I get it. That's the market they're in with the consoles. Right. So they really need to crunch it down to, if they want to be in that price range. 
I mean, I could see this being bumped up to like what PlayStation three released. It was what? $600. But you saw how not well that did. Exactly. So when the 360 came out for a drastically lower price point, that thing sold like fucking hotcakes. Now the PS three obviously sold out as well, but in terms of market dominance, the 360 had, you couldn't, it's like the PS4 to Xbox right now. You just can't compete with it. It's because they came in at that lower price point. It's yeah. so hard. Like, and I don't know if you, let's say it was 700, right? For both consoles, six ninety nine ninety nine, just flat out comes with a, you know what? I, I'm going to, I'd like it be a two terabyte drive, but let's just say it's a one terabyte drive. Regardless, a one terabyte new SSD that they're making, whatever. Uh, and it's, it's six ninety nine ninety nine. How many parents do you think are actually going to go there and get that? $700. But then again, smartphones are expensive too. Then again, I don't know how many people buy outright smartphones. You know, it's hard. It's tough. It is. It's real tough. I wonder what they're going to, it's all, it all depends on what they're going to come out with. Yeah, exactly. So we'll, again, we'll have to wait and see. Thank you. Um, next news story, 343 is looking for temporary hires. This is by Tim Diaz on Twitter, and I quote, 343 Industries is hiring temp contract roles for animation, lighting, UI, FX, environment art, and tech art roles for Halo Infinite. These roles will help build the art content for the game. If you're interested, please DM me your contact info and portfolio. Thanks. Again, don't DM us. DM Tim Diaz over on Twitter. So, yeah, good stuff. And the next part. Soon Studios is teasing something big for its Halo fan game, Installation 01. This is by Michael Kripe of Escapist Magazine, and I quote, Installation 01 is a fan-made Halo game that aims to recreate the experience of the series' past, and developer Soon Studios is teasing something big for the near future. The Installation 01 Twitter account sent out an ominous 45-second teaser video overnight. The only thing featured in the video was the word soon, along with some uh, music and a quick flash of the words no more toward its end. So who the fuck knows what that's going to mean, but there you go. Next news story, the MCC playlist update. This is for January 15th, 2020. This is by Postums over on Halo Waypoint, and I quote, In social, 4v4 Slayer increased the weighting of AR starts compared to DMR starts. And weighting has changed from 3 to 1 DMR AR to 1 to 3 DMR AR starts. Okay. Ranked. Added an all-new DMR Start Halo Reach Ranked Team Slayer playlist with partial team matching. Squads of three and up will only match each other. Highest-weighted maps are Powerhouse, Zealot, and Asylum. Uh, Mid-weighted maps are Countdown, Reflection, Unanchored, Battle Canyon, and Forge World variants of Kingdom, Synapse, Imago, Select, and Unconquered. And then lowest-weighted maps are Boardwalk, Sword Base, Condemned, Penance, and Elul. Okay. Looking ahead. Well, the scarcity of... Wait, hold on. Before we move on. Lowest weighted maps. Sword base. Yup. And penance. Yup. Fuck sword base. Looking ahead. While the scarcity of AR starts in 4v4 was a topic which saw frequent criticism from players, we understand that there are other areas players expect to see our matchmaking offerings improve and evolve as well. For now, just to recap, Social 4v4 Slayer is a great destination to get your AR start fix. Social FFA's core categories include AR starts across the board. If DMR starts are your preference, you'll want to check out the new ranked Halo Reach Team Slayer playlist in the Social 4v4 objective categories. Another common piece of feedback we see is players wanting big team battle to shift to AR starts. What? 
We have some significant res reservations about a change like this due to several factors, including on-map weapon pickup availability, vehicle balance, and starting ammo counts, and more. However, we acknowledge... We also acknowledge that DMR starts can feel unforgiving and lead to some stagnation, especially on some of the more open maps in the game. We'll come back to this topic in a bit. Our next big step in improving and evolving the matchmaking experience is with an upcoming feature called Featured Game Categories. In the near future, this feature will be rolled out with a game update. This feature will allow us to rotate in specific game categories in the Social Match Composer alongside the existing categories. These featured categories will typically be limited to a specific game size and rotate on a weekly cadence. This will offer a new destination to come check out some great content each week. These featured offerings will be used in two main ways. The first use for featured categories is to surface and highlight new content. Some of this content will exist entirely apart from the existing game categories, while other content will fold into one of the standard categories after its featured rotation. Just a few examples of featured categories you can look forward to in the near term are CE Anniversary Game Types, Power Slayer, and Shoddy Snipers. This same format will be used to host new events as well. The second use for feature categories is to experiment with new settings, which may or may not then fold into the core categories. These experimental offerings will be much more case by case, but the first one we're planning is AR Start BTB game types. This content will exist side by side with the standard categories, so players will be able to compare and contrast your experiences and tell us what your preferences are. AR Starts in BTB, Will, do you want it? No. Not at all. Right? Who the fuck wants that? I get that there can be some standoffs with the DMR. Sure, but you have Bloom. There is Bloom. Yeah, there's vehicles to just find a way around it. Right. That's, that's the point of BTB? Yeah. Like, I, I have no... Why in the hell would I want to spawn on a large map... And only have a close-range weapon? Right. That doesn't make any sense to me. Zero. Especially when there's Bloom involved. No, thank you. Increase Bloom on BTB? Question mark? In other words, like half standard Bloom settings? Yeah. I mean, that's what it was designed for. It is true. Maybe it would work out better. Oh, you're opening up a can of worms here, Will. Oh, boy. Um, No, I mean... Yeah, I've... Oh, my God. I have no idea who wants that. That's besides the point. Um, next news story and the final news story, we have the MCC development and flighting update. This is by, uh, from January uh, 17th. Oh my God, I can't speak. This is by Postums over on HaloWaypoint.com, and I quote, Halo, the Master Chief Collection game update. At 343 Industries, we value the inclusion of anyone who wants to participate and play the games we love building. With this value being a pillar of Xbox and Xbox Game Studios, the core of our next update includes improvements to MCC focused primarily on improving its accessibility. These changes may not be something that directly impact you, as you may not use these features, but for those who want to enjoy the worlds of Halo, many for the first time, these are ones that will change their world. 343 is helping to lead the charge in these efforts, and we hope our fans support us in making Halo more accessible. We are continuing to make improvements to other areas of MCC and are making strong headway on several known issues across MCC. Some of these... Uh, some of these, our changes, our ones will be flighting in our next piece. Oh my God, that is a sentence. Some of, I'm just going to take out a word. Some of these changes are ones that will be flighting in our next PC flights, while others will have a slightly longer lead time and we'll be able to speak to a little later in the block. We know players are very eager to get some updates and improvements to key areas, and we are too, but a lot of these areas are fairly complex and just take time to work through. But now, 
Let's close those tray tables and bring our seats to their full upright positions for today's flighting update. MCC PC flighting update. The team is currently working towards having the first Halo CE PC flight to rings 1 and 2 by the end of this month with the goal of expanding to ring 3 in February. For those who are wondering, what are those rings you're talking about? Do we need to locate the Ark to join these flights? No, you're safe from the great journey with this test. These rings are different external groups we work with to help validate the builds we are wanting to flight and help us isolate critical issues prior to expanding to large-scale flighting. A full breakdown of flighting rings can be found in this previous flighting update from last year at the link they provide. The content plan for this flight will include both Halo CE and Halo Reach on PC. Our goal is to kick off flighting in January for rings 1 and 2, but it's possible it could end up slightly delayed. Recently, a new crash has been identified in Halo Wars 2 on PC that is stopping play for keyboard and mouse players. You can read a little bit more about that in this thread at the link they provide. To help fix, test, and deploy a new build that fixes these, we require the expertise of some of our team members that help us with making flighting possible. Once we've determined that, uh, the dates and full scope of content for flighting, we will share those details. Continued below is our current scope for content and goals for the next planned PC flight. In the meantime, it's always good to make sure your Halo Insider preferences are up to date so we have the means of contacting you once flighting is ready to begin. Halo Reach Flight Content With the addition of Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary coming to PC in the near future, we will be validating our intelligent install systems on PC as both games will be in the same packaged build. This will allow you to choose which titles and parts of each you want to install to help personally scope your install sizes to include the content you want to play. The second part of this flight is to get improvements and updates we've made to Halo Reach into your hands for feedback. An example of one change that will be included is that there is a new crouch behavior that has been added which allows players to crouch while moving. This change is supported for both mouse and keyboard and gamepad players and is a change we're excited to roll out as it's generated a lot of community feedback. And Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary PC Flight Content. For this title, we are looking to flight and gather feedback on a wider range of content prior to its launch this year. These areas are focused into the following gameplay elements, which will include validating dedicated servers, peer-to-peer -peer connections, crossplay between Steam and Windows version, new UI for customization in Halo 1, and the next season's progression for Halo 1. Below are the core pieces of content we are aiming to validate and receive player, player feedback on. Single-player cooperative campaign, multiplayer, customization, and progression. And Will, that's it for the regular news. Oh, boy. That was oh, a lot. It was a lot. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I was just, uh, with you being sick, yeah. I was uh, glad it, you got through it. That's okay. I got a couple neck cracks in. I'm going to sit back. And it's time to introduce the next section of the show. It's Will's Adventures Within the Lovers. Oh, Will, um, why don't you play this week? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so I, I played only two games this week. Same. I uh, I fired my stream back up on Twitch. I saw. You, you did? Yeah, I watched you. you when we get to the game, I'll talk oh, to you about it. God. Okay. Um, I need to set my capture card up for the Xbox. I do want to jump into more Halo. But I need to find my, wherever I put my freaking capture card, get another HDMI cable, get that all set up again. Um, so I didn't play Halo, but I definitely want to jump into more SWAT. I'm, I'm enjoying it more than I expected to. Beth, you got your teammate. 
All right. So what I did play this week. Yes. Madden 20. I jumped Madden back in 20. To, uh, to go with my path to pro, whatever dude I had. In the foosballs. Yes. So I started off to a two and one start. Okay. In my fourth game, I got injured. In like, oh, no. In like the third quarter. Oh, no. It was third down in like 10. And I was going to, th- I rolled out and there was nothing open. So I just ran it. And I got like 20 yards. And as I was stepping out of bounds, I got hit. In my eyes, it should have been a penalty, but you know, Madden. Madden. Um, so yeah, I had like an abdominal tear or something. So I was out for four weeks. Oh, you got pooped on. So here's the problem with Madden 20 and ha- having an injured character. So I simulated because obviously my character isn't playing. And it's like, you get so your coach texts you and messages you. And so even though I wasn't playing and the backup was in, which was Joe Flacco. Um, <laughs> like I would get a message from my coach, like, Hey, bad game this week. Like, cause obviously my stats said zero of zero for zero yards. So I was still getting like negative pieces from the game, even though I was injured and out and your game. It's like the game didn't even know that the game did not, does not know that I was injured. What the hell? Okay. So it was stupid. Um, it didn't like really affect my stat, like my player stats at all, but yeah, they need to fix that. Like, if they didn't know I was injured, it just keeps talking to you as if you're still playing the games. Um, but we are now five and four after my four-week injury. So Joe Flacco was only able to win two games, and he lost three of them. <sighs> womp womp. Also, Khalil Mack is so overpowered in that game. Really? Like, I, guess I feel like he has not been overpowered this season. No. Um, well, you have to look at it's based on last season. Where oh. They were really good. Yeah, right? they the were. Defense. But I played the Bears once, and he probably had pressure on every other play, getting past the linemen. It was stupid. Like, there was nothing we could do. It, I was frustrated. <laughs> but, yeah, um, so played some Madden, and then – uh, my next matchup is against the Vikings, by the way, who are two and seven, which like, what the hell? Did you win? No, I haven't played them yet. Oh, they're, they're, oh, they're next on deck. Woo. Apparently cousins isn't working too well for them in oh, the uh, Madden world. Um, but then I played some escape from Tarkov. Okay. You said you, you tuned in. Yeah. I saw you, you Probably. were in a stand. So Joey was obviously in the game. You were in a standoff. This dude was behind like, uh, a, truck or something or whatever and you you would like worked up to him and you guys were both like going in and out of cover oh, yeah and you're trying to pop uh, pop his head off and you eventually popped his head off and you didn't know if you killed him or not yeah you're like i'm pushing and so you <laughs> ran up there and his body was on the ground and yeah you was got that, it was that the one where he was at like the uh like what it looked like a bus stop yeah and i, I think sn- so yeah. i pulled out the mosin and sniped him yeah yeah that, oh that felt so yeah, good you guys extracted after that i think yes yeah oh yeah yeah but it's a frustrating game. I sure. lost a shit ton of gear. Oh, no. Because, so you get missions in the game. Yes. And one of them was kill 15 scavs on wood, in woods, which is a map. Okay. And I didn't really have many snipers. And one, I'm not good with the snipers. So I always brought in like an AK, something something that can single shot or be full auto. And um, I just kept dying in stupid ways. Uh, I eventually got the, the challenge done, but, oh, it was so frustrating because it's not a map. A lot of people like it's sure it's, um, it's very, 
it's you you have to sneak around a lot on that map. So okay. um, when I completed the challenge, um, I was sitting on a rock uh, shooting down at some scavs, and another team of two just like crept up on us, you know, moving very slowly, and I got one tapped. And that's the most frustrating thing is when you get one tapped and you have no chance. It doesn't sound fun at all. Um, so yeah, it gets frustrating, but it's part of it's part of the game. It's part of that intense like. You know, this it's it's like when, when Battle Royales first came out. You know, the whole feeling of, okay, you have one life and there's no respawn and you got to get loot and get out. And it's kind of got that same feeling, the same adrenaline rush, you could say. Sure. Um, but, yeah, we got we got that, <laughs> that challenge completed on the map. I don't ever want to go back there unless I absolutely have to. Um, my favorite map, my, my okay, my favorite scav map to play as a scav on is Factory because... It's so close quarters right. that um, I was I was playing solo yesterday morning and I got I got frustrated I kept dying so I went into factory as a scav and I loaded with just a pistol so I'm like great you know everyone's got shotguns so I was like all right it's time to go wild so I just started popping people and on factory since it's so close quarters other scavs come at you because you're killing their their, their friends men. their men yeah so I got in this little like metal container thing well it was actually like. It was the bottom of a stairwell. So there was three doors to enter and exit. And I um, I was basically just holding angles. I got four headshots and one thorax kill, which is the, the throat, um, oh. with just a pistol. And I had to, I ran out of ammo, so I tried to loot to get another gun. Yeah. And I died while looting oh. from another scav. But it's like, what am I going to do? I didn't have any, I didn't have right. any other There's ammo you could do, but I was just so frustrated. I'm like, all right, I'm going to pop these guys and just get out. Like, I didn't even care about surviving that game. Sure. Like my legs were shot out. My stomach was bleeding. I was just like, I'm still just going ham. Like Jesus fucking Christ. trying to John wick it, you know, <laughs> just, that's awesome. Um, it, it was fun. That, I, that's my, like, let my frustration out map. So it doesn't count as a scav. You don't lose any gear. You just go in and get back out. Right. Um, but yeah, I've lost, I don't think I have any armor and no helmets in my inventory right now, but, um, I did extract with this, it's a, it's a led X and it's needed for a quest, Okay. but not till you're level 30. I'm a level eight. I'm so far away for, from being a level eight. So the item was going for 1.4 million on the marketplace. And when I had, I had like 750 K. So I sold it for 1.4 million. I now have a 2k. So now I'm going to start buying armor, buying buying weapons, things that I actually want to use. And it's it's so cool that I just found this one little item. I had no idea what it was, but I extracted with it, and it's worth that much a money. A lot. That's awesome. So, yeah. Um, still having fun with it. I So you you tuned into my stream. Yeah. I, how is the quality? I'm, I'm curious because I, I can't well, I really heard see. you complaining about frames. Yeah. It looked fine to me. Really? Yeah. Stream was fine. Okay. Fair enough. I don't know if it was just the preview window you were looking at that. Was not good, but no, it looked fine. Oh, I, I mean, I get some like hitching in game where like it'll it'll stutter. Sure, but I think that's just Tarkov being Tarkov. Yeah. Um, because I've even seen like Lupo get it yeah. when I'm watching him play, and it's like, okay, it's just their servers. I did have one really frustrating thing with EFT. Um, I loaded in as a, and I, th I think it's damn Comcast's fault. But fucking Comcast loaded bro. into a map as my PMC yep. started working my way towards where I needed to be working your way downtown walking anyway. And, uh, um, <laughs> were you walking fast? I was trying to, okay. um, <laughs> and I got to a point in my internet cutout. 
So if, if, you, if you're in my stream yesterday, my stream ended pretty damn abruptly. It's because the internet went out for like a split second. God but damn it, it. it came back. Okay. I tried to reconnect. And every time I reconnected, it would be like, it would load all the way and then be like, server connection lost. And then like, so if you, if you disconnected, you got like a, a ban penalty. Well, you, maybe not a ban, but you got like a leave penalty. Sure. Makes um, sense. Which is great to have, but the fact that I tried to connect four times and then it's, it counted me as leaving four times. Oh, no. Um, nothing happened. I didn't get banned, but I was nervous about it. it but it, every time, like, I would get to the point where I was about to enter the map again, it would just disconnect. And then finally, I think someone saw my character standing there not doing anything and killed me because I then just, I tried to connect once and I got brought back to the main menu. Okay. So, a little frustrating that I couldn't get back in. I lost all that gear. But, oh, well. Thanks, Comcast. Yeah. Jerks. Jerks. I don't know. God. I don't know. I mean, it was, uh, it, it, was the, uh, it was the uh, Snow-Nami, as people were calling it. But We didn't get as much as I thought we were going no. to. We, we still got a decent amount of snow, though. But We yeah. were able to handle it. Oh, yeah. We're Party Minnesotans. Minnesotans. Yep. yep. We're Minnesotans. <laughs> All right, Josh. What did you play this week? I actually played some games, Will, for a very short amount of time. Uh, I... Played Monster Hunter World on PC. I want to get into it. Uh, and I literally did the tutorial mission. So that's all I played of that. And I played some Pokemon Sword. Um, I just beat the third gym leader, which is the fire gym leader. And yeah, that's what I've done. Because what I'll do is, like, I'll I'll go into, I'll, I'll try to catch everything I can catch on the route leading to the next city. Because I'm just trying to fill out the Pokedex as much as I can. Um, so I spend a lot of time catching Pokemon and then obviously I fight everybody I can fight too. So leave no stone unturned, kill every Pokemon, get that XP bro. Yep. Um, that's all I played. That's it. Nothing too extravagant. Hopefully this week I'll play a little bit more because now we're finally settled in here and whatnot. We had a couple more things to do for the video show prep, but other than that, Majority of this is done, so. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you're settling into the house. Yeah, it's, it's about not fucking time. You're you're towards the end of that unpacking, getting things in place. Yep. And now you can just enjoy the, the space. That's what I'm trying to do. Um, And hopefully that means enjoying more video games. We'll see. I mean, you got a fancy new room for it. I do. I do. It's cold in here, though. Hey, that, that PC warms it up a bit. It does. Just, it helps, you just, know. Just it's throw like a personal on, space heater. Just throw on some, like, really intensive... Like videos or something that like just load your compu- uh, computer up with so stuff. So you just hear the fans so you just cranking. Hear it cranking. And you're like, okay, it's warm enough. I'll go play now. <laughs> awesome. Or, or you know, there are things that space heaters. Those exist. Yes. You could get that going. I could line the walls with space heaters. Oh, it's toasty. I do love it being toasty. You know that, Will. I'll be showing up in shorts and a t-shirt from now on. Perfect. It's like it's summer here yeah. all, all day, every day. Love it. Uh... Hey, Will. Yeah. It's time for some shout-outs. First up, happy belated birthday to Shyway and Duststorm. Happy birthday, gents. Hope it was a great one. And then congratulations to EliX on hitting 1,000 subscribers on Twitch. It's a big milestone. Congratulations, man. Playing that Halo. Doing it up. That's it for the shout-outs. Time for some community creations. Meme Saturday. Not Monday. No, should be, but it's not. What are you going to do? Then we have Infinite at DreamHack Atlanta 2019. This is by Infinite. 
Yes, it's a little bit late, but that's okay. The video is still hype as hell. Go ahead and check it out at the YouTube link that's provided in the Google Doc of the show to the show. Then we have that eSports podcast. This is by Golden Boy. He did it. He made his own podcast. That eSports podcast, as a matter of fact. He doesn't just talk about one eSport. He talks about all the eSports. Check it out. Episode one, I believe, is out. Give it a listen. Then we have the Ishi Montage, Minitage. It's by Ishi over on Twitter. Check it out. Love the editing. The music is really good. It's like just a little over a minute long. Give it a watch. Then we have The Flood, Feet First Into Hell. This is by Keymind Dev Team on Twitter, and I quote, In case you'd missed it, some shots from Bleed It Out and Sethnium, soon to be released in the Prepare to Drop map pack. So what those, for those who don't know, you know, this is kind of weird to me too. So for those who don't know, Feet First Into Hell is a, like, Halo game fan project, which is based off the events of the book, The Flood. But the funny thing is, now, yes, The Flood book does follow a couple different storylines, but one of those storylines is Master Chief going through Halo 1. So, I mean, obviously, it's not going to follow those events because Halo 1 already exists, but I just thought that was kind of funny. Um, Yeah, check it out. Then we have leave. Oh, we, well, we just played footsie again. Uh, we, we went so far through the show. Uh, I was wondering when it was going to happen. It's okay. What are you going to do? Uh, then we have leaving optic, not joining NRG mutineers. This is by maniac. In other words, optic maniac. It's a YouTube video, him outlining everything that's taken place. So on and so forth. Check it out. We have the halo community spotlight for January, 2020. This is by Snickerdoodle of our Halowaypoint.com. And finally, we have the Clips of the Week, number 37 by High Tech Redneck. Everything will be included in the Google Doc of the show and to the show. Will, my throat hurts like a motherfucker. Yeah. Plug the show. First off, Beth, we need to get some SWAT clips. So we, sh- we need to Ooh, play. Ooh, it's a good idea. Um, and then another thing I wanted to bring up is you have all of these ex-Optic employees, players, that now have to cut that Optic out of their name. Yeah. And so I was thinking about it because FaZe is another huge... Um, organization that has all their players do like phase banks, phase, yeah. whatever it might be. Yep. I, I, that has to be hard. Like if you ever leave to cut that out, because that's what you're known as like optic maniac, optic flame sword. Like, that's the thing on his Twitter. It's still, you uh, know, uh, his YouTube, I believe is still optic maniac. Yeah. So, so. it's, it's, that's gotta be tough. You gotta change your identity a little re reestablish yourself as just maniac. I'm my own man. Yeah. You're your own man. All right. Plugs for the show. You can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HCS Pro Talk. We are on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well. Don't forget about Apple Podcasts. That's the app they use for their podcast. But yeah, um, join our Discord. Join the community discussion. Lots of great things going on over there. Um, a lot of early discussion about what's coming up on the podcast. If you want inside information, that's kind of where we leak things and post it first. So go check out the Discord. Link will be provided in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. If you can't get to the Google Doc, I've heard some people having issues based on their platform. Just send us a, a DM on Twitter, wherever it may be. We can get you that link. Um, you can join our Xbox Club or Spartan Company. Search for HDS Pro Talk on your Xbox or HaloWaypoint.com. You can join us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Mixer, Twitch, and Esportspedia. Search for HDS Pro Talk on your favorite platform. Come find us. Come say hello. Don't be shy. Josh. Yes, Will. What do we have on the next episode? Well, before we get into that... Oh. 
Josh, with the breaking news. <laughs> breaking news. HTS Pro Talk. Okay. Uh, yo, Tesla. 2v2 Halo Wars 2 Extravaganza Tournament is live. I mean, it's going to be late by the time this episode comes out, but I mean, it's live right now. So oh. we'll have results. We'll have results? We Go will. check the VODs out if they're if they're up. Yes. And we'll also have results. Oh, I guess this will be out. Okay. On the next episode of HTS Pro Talk, we have the Odesla 2v2 Halo Wars 2 Extravaganza Tournament results. We'll also have the DreamHack Anaheim Qualifier Number 1 results. Finally. Because that tournament is literally going on right now as we're recording. Um, and then we also have the HGS Botox Community All-Star Bracket or HBTCSB for short match at number 12, which is our final quarterfinal results of Pistola against Eco. Wait, no, Pistola against Lethal, not Eco. What the fuck am I? I can't read. I can't read, Will. And then finally we have the HGS Botox Community All-Star Bracket or HBTCSB for short matchup number 13. It's our first semi-final matchup discussion. Snipe down going up against Frosty. Oh, boy. Frosty had one of our, I, I would say, an upset over Royal 2. Yeah. So. And Snipe Down just demolished Hook. Yes, but can we see another upset potentially with Frosty over Snipe Down? Or uh, would that even be an upset? I don't know. Time will tell. We'll have to wait and see. Oh, my God. That's been the. Could be a lot better. Could be a lot worse. We haven't used that one in a no, while. No, we haven't. That was good. Um, Yeah. So stay tuned for all that. I'm excited. But ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 110 of HCS Pro Talk. I want to thank you very much for listening. We'll be back next week with uh, Halo and Call of Duty because we're going to be at the event. We're going to have to figure out what we're going to do for recording because we're going to be at the event on Sunday that might go pretty late. Oh, man. That's a really good point. <laughs> we'll just have to wait and see. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week. We're going to talk about some Halo, some Call of Duty, some other stuff as well. Who knows? Oh, Will. Before we close it out, question for you. Okay. All right. We have the final four teams. Oh, the playoffs. Yes. Oh, God. I want your predictions right now. Who okay. is going to the Super Bowl? So we have Titans in Kansas City. Yes. I think the Titans, as much as I want to root for them, because I'm a big like underdog guy, like yeah. I want them to win. They would be the third team. Well, I mean, if they won the Super Bowl... They'd be the third team ever to do that. Be the sixth seed going into yeah. the Super Bowl and win. Yes. I I don't think they have it. Tannehill against Mahomes. I was going to say, what? Mahomes? The, um, the Titans have what? Derrick Henry. Yeah. Which, that's it. That is, they need to stop him to win. And that's the thing. If they can shut him out, then it's over. I would like to see just a shootout of a game. Actually, awesome. that, we might get that from both games. So let's, let's start with this one. I just don't think... Tannehill is going to be able to hang with Mahomes. Mahomes can get deep bomb after deep bomb yeah, and just make it work. It. He can sling it. He can run. I think they're outmatched here. I think they lose steam. I'm going to give it to Kansas City going to the Super Bowl February 2nd. Okay. On the other side, we have the Packers and the 49ers. The 49ers. One and two seeds here. Yes. Um, and I think gosh. the Packers are a weird two seed. They weren't yes. that good. No, they, they, they faltered up and down during the season, um, but it's Aaron Rodgers. You can't count them out. Nope. And then on the other side, you have um, Garoppolo leading the 49ers. Jimmy GQ. Now, we know that Aaron Rodgers can sling it as well. He can throw it deep, but does he have the supporting cast to be able to do 
what he does and reach his full potential. I don't know if that is the case with this Green Bay Packer team to be able to be Super Bowl contenders here. I think they've got one star running back and one star receiver. So you saw how the 49ers completely shut down our running game for the, against the Vikings. Um, they do that here against the Packers, force Rodgers to throw more than he wants to, pick him off, intercept him, turn the game on its head. Jimmy G, play smart, play conservative, throw it when you have to. I think they, I th- I'm going to give it to the Niners. Um, again, it's hard. Like it's, it's, I'm like 55, 45 Niners here. Like it's wow. very close. I think, I mean, Rogers has the X factor. He can, he's, he's a great quarterback. I'm not going to deny it. I no. hate, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a Vikings fan and I hate talking so like highly of the Packers, but well, he wanted de- to play for San Francisco. You can't deny it. And then it just didn't happen. So, um, we'll see what happens, man. I, what do you, what are your thoughts? So I'm actually like a more 55-45 for the uh, Titans-Chiefs game. Really? Yeah, just for the fact that Derrick Henry's a monster. That's it. Like, he makes he makes defenders their his bitch. Like, he just... <laughs> did you see it when it was... Uh, oh was it my the God. one where he, like, threw the guy down? Or no, what? I forget. Who is the Seahawks player? Um, wait, no, no. He, he went to Baltimore. He's... Oh my God, I'm forgetting what his name is, but he was talking mad shit. Like, oh, these other players just weren't, weren't able to take him down. They weren't doing their job. I'm going to make sure to take him down. And instead, Derrick Henry shoved him, turned him around and then shoved him again. I don't remember the player, but yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think that if they... If the Tennessee Titans are able to run the ball consistently and make it so Patrick Mahomes has his ass on the bench for the majority of the game. That's the key. That game's over. That game's over, man. And it's tough. But with with Kansas, I just, for me, Kansas City has the, the... They have a much better team. Yeah, but they're able to score just like that, too. They are. I mean, it's tough. It is. And then on the other side of it, the Packers 49ers, I think that the 49ers are stacked. Yeah. I just think they're stacked. I think their weakest link is Garoppolo. Which isn't really a weak link. No. And he has the tenacity. He has the mindset of a Tom Brady because he was under Tom Brady for so long. And you're right. As long as he plays smart, that's the problem. As long as he doesn't air it out too much, give the defenders an opportunity to intercept the ball, I think they're going to handily win this game. So I'm just... You know what? I'm going to be with you here. I'm going to say, even though I'm a 45-55 on this, I'm going to say it's going to be Chiefs, 49ers in the Super Bowl. And I think we're going to have a complete opposite of last year, where last year was an absolute defensive battle. I think this year is going to be an absolute offensive battle between the two teams. And that's nothing against that 49ers defense. That thing is powerful. But when you have Mahomes able to sling it, I think both will be high scoring. So... There's your football talk of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, that is actually going to do it for episode 110 of HGS Pro Talk. I want to thank you very much for listening. We'll be back next week with Halo, Call of Duty, probably some football talk in there as well. Maybe maybe we'll play some Madden. Who the fuck knows? Uh, but, yeah, we'll see you then. But until then, bye-bye.